What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 144, All right. which I just corrected on the fly because Micah had it wrong here. Uh, good thing I'm on top of things, yeah. Mr. And he's Producer. back. Yeah, he's back he's from his back. cruise, which he asked that I make a clarification to last week's statement. <laughs> he was actually on the cruise with his girlfriend and yeah. their family. <laughs> All right. Let's get started here. We got impeachment ready to go. We are within 24 hours of the impeachment of Donald Trump. And, you know, actually, I saw a tweet this morning that was interesting. It's like, we're going to have to explain to a lot of people tomorrow that impeachment doesn't actually mean removal. Because mm. a lot of people think that this is going to be it. Yeah. They think, oh, he's impeached. He's going. He's, yeah. yeah. Nope. Not quite. No, nope. Not quite. So the full house is expected to vote on the two articles of impeachment which are laughably abuse of power and obstruction of Congress on Wednesday, so probably about 24 hours from now. The House Judiciary Committee is voting on the rules today, which I'm sure that we should get some very entertaining floor speeches from our heroes who uh, are Doug Collins, Matt Gates, Louis Gohmert, all the people, Elise Stefanik, the people who have been standing up for the president against this impeachment bullshit sham. The real interesting thing is going to be we know that's passing, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. We know that there's going to be two Democrats voting against it. One is the guy from Minnesota. I forget his name. The other is Jeff Vandrew from New Jersey, who will be promptly becoming a Republican yeah. right after the vote, which is awesome. Yeah. Six of his staffers have resigned. Yeah. <laughs> Protest. Yeah, they wrote, a, they wrote a letter like, this is unbelievable. How can you do this? Like, yeah. good. Get that Democrat scum Surprise! out of the Capitol. <laughs> exactly. Six less uh, pieces staffers so that's not yeah. that's not going to uh, make me cry at all ah. but now we move over to the senate and it's quickly picking up pace over there we have dueling back and forth between uh mitch mcconnell and uh crying chuck schumer who is doing a lot of crying the last 24 <laughs> hours but first we have we had some interesting stuff over the weekend that we didn't get to talk about yesterday with dr gorka so lindsey graham he did an interview as did mitch mcconnell on TV. So, first off, Mitch McConnell says that I'm going to have the president's back, which is what it should be. Yeah. Because this is bullshit, right? Yeah. Had the president actually done anything wrong, then I can see a case where some Republicans be like, oh, this is questionable. As, the, you know, the Nixon impeachment, for example. Yeah. Many Republicans voted to impeach because they knew what he did was actually a crime. Yeah. With evidence. Yeah. The Not tapes, to say that I wouldn't do the same thing because yeah. it should have been done. Yeah. They just got caught. Yeah. Don't get but, caught. Yeah, don't get caught is the moral the of the story. Law. Don't get caught. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, it's unbelievable that these Democrats are just completely shocked that Mitch McConnell would say this. The GOP Senate was elected by Republican voters, of which, what is it, 97% yeah. oppose like impeachment? Uber United. So they are representing their constituents' will in this trial. And and further on top of that, they can look at this evidence, or lack of evidence, yeah. and see that it's total bullshit. Yeah. Anybody in their right mind can see that it's bullshit. And we're going to talk about the polling on this later. Independents are so against impeachment. So against impeachment. And even in some polls, the Democrats are losing support. Down to 77% of Democrats yeah. that think it's a good idea. Yeah, and lost 13%. Yeah, so let's, we'll talk polls Democrats, a little later. Yeah. But first, Lindsey Graham here. He says that, actually, let's just listen to the clip because yeah. you, you should hear it fresh yeah. from him. Yeah. 
If you don't like President Trump, you can vote against him in less than a year. It's not like a politician is unaccountable if you don't impeach him. So I think impeachment is going to end quickly in the Senate. I would prefer it to end as quickly as possible. Use the record that was assembled in the House to pass impeachment articles as your trial record. I don't want to call it. I don't need to hear from Hunter Biden. I don't need to hear from Joe Biden. We can deal with that outside of impeachment. I don't want to talk to Pompeo. I don't want to talk to Pence. I want to hear the House make their case based on the record they established in the House, and I want to vote. And then, and then he, he further went on to say during a TV interview that he is not intending to act like a fair juror. Yeah. Because he sees that this is bull**t, and he wants it to be over, and he wants this travesty that's been foisted on the American people to be over. Yeah. And he's right. He's right. You know, at Lindsay first... Lindsay 2.0. Lindsay 2.0's back, baby. Hopefully for the next three or four weeks. Yeah. Hopefully for the next three weeks. Yeah. And, you know, I've gone back and forth in opinion on this. I said at first, oh, yeah, let's draw the trial out. Let's Let's really, you know... Take it to the Dems here now that we're in control. But I don't know that I see that as uh, strategically advantageous at this point. Because the Americans' public mind is made up. There's nobody really in the middle, right? And I don't think at this point, as we're going to talk about polling a little bit, I don't think we're going to shave off any more people into our side. Yeah. I don't know that there is a persuadable faction anymore. And like he said, we can take on the Hunter and Joe Biden corruption separately. Yeah. Which I'm not sure that he would, but we could do that. There's no need to cave to cry and Chuck Schumer here who wants to bring up all these witnesses and make this another big show. You got to have the big show, of course. And further, this morning, Chuck Schumer criticized him saying, quote, what Lindsey Graham said speaks not to the fairness of the trial or the facts. It speaks of him and it demeans him and it will not go down as a great moment for Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham fires back. In a series of tweets, he said, quote, The House impeachment articles are based on hearsay. They also never provided President Trump the opportunity to confront his accuser or meaningful due process. I don't need a lecture from Democrats on the Constitution after this House debacle, which is being fully embraced by the Senate Democratic leadership. Ooh. Lindsey like 2.0 yeah. is back. He's, He's back. back. Let's hope it happens again. You know, the, the thing here is that the Senate just needs to get it done. And I actually, uh, who was on this morning? It was a former Bush advisor. And he said what they should do is bring in the articles and then immediately introduce a motion to dismiss. Yeah. Which likely would pass. Yeah. And then you're done. Fun. Then you're done. Bye. It's literally three days. Goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. You don't even need three days, really. Yeah. And then we can all enjoy Christmas. (laughs) Well, it's going to be after Christmas regardless. They're not going to do it before Christmas. Yeah. And we can enjoy the new year. They're going to do it after New Year's. Because, of course, they got to have their yeah. vacation, right? Yeah, Here's yeah. the other thing, right, is they say, oh, the president, he needs to be removed. Well, clearly not important enough yeah, for no. them to, you know, change their Thanksgiving plans yeah. or go home every weekend mm-hmm. or do all their traveling on the taxpayer dollar as they normally do. They're watching golf during the hearing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So. And just this past weekend, Schiff held a town hall. Oh, that was pandemonium. Where he got destroyed yeah, that was by the audience. Destroyed by yeah. the audience. You can go to townhall.com and see the video there. 
Schiff was clearly caught off guard. He didn't think he was going to have any trouble. And this morning, Senator Mitch McConnell, our, our great Mitch, he went out there and he rejected Schumer's call for new witnesses. Yes. So Schumer sent a letter to McConnell calling for new witnesses. McConnell then quickly pointed out that Schumer's, quote, interesting document misquoted the Constitution. Let's listen to that clip. Instead, he chose to begin by writing me an 11-paragraph letter on Sunday evening, <coughs> deliver it by way of the news media, and begin a cable television campaign a few hours later. The Democratic leader's letter is an interesting document from the very beginning. For example, in the second of its 11 paragraphs, our colleague literally misquotes the Constitution. That error actually aligns with our colleague's apparent confusion about some of the deeper questions. Hmm. Hmm. So crying Chuck Schumer can't even get the Constitution right. A document yeah. that's been around for a couple well, centuries. Par for the course because his whole party can't get it right. These people so. are liars. They're manufacturing stuff now. They're right. manufacturing precedents. They're manufacturing laws. They're manufacturing parts of the Constitution. You remember just a few weeks ago they said that bribery was in the Constitution. Yep. Show me where. Yep. They can't. So it doesn't exist. It's exactly. It doesn't exist. Imagination time. And then and then Mitch McConnell, cocaine Mitch, she's in full force. Who, by the way, yesterday filed cloture on I think another fifteen judges. All right. Uh and get him in, get him in. Gotta get the judges, gotta get yep. the judges. But uh, let's listen to this next clip where he basically it's all over the Democrats' case for a lengthy trial. Chairman Adam Schiff and House Democrats actively decided not to go to court and pursue potentially useful witnesses because they didn't want to wait for due process. <clears throat> Indeed, they threatened to impeach the president if they had to go to court at all. That intentional political decision is the reason why the House is poised, poised to send the Senate the thinnest, least thorough presidential impeachment in our nation's history. By any ordinary legal standard, what House Democrats have assembled appears to be woefully, woefully inadequate to prove what they want to allege. So now, the Senate Democratic leader would apparently like our chamber to do House Democrats' homework for them. And he wants to volunteer the Senate's time and energy on a fishing expedition to see whether his own ideas could make Chairman Schiff's sloppy work more persuasive than Chairman Schiff himself bothered to make it. That was great. Oh, man. And poor Mitch is fighting a cold during all this. You could just yeah. tell he's, he's very nasally and, yeah. and coughing. But that's the thing, is Schumer wants to relitigate what the House just did. And that's not by any means how this is supposed to work. Yeah. The Senate is supposed to be the trial of the evidence that was sent to them, sent to them previously. It's not supposed to be new discovery. It's not supposed to be new interviews. It's not supposed to be new testimony. That's not supposed to be any of this. So 
What Schumer is asking for is not only unconstitutional, it's a load of bull****. And I don't think McConnell's going to go for it. So good, because we shouldn't call any of those witnesses. So this is the thing, right? (laughs) So the House Democrats, the Democrat majority in the House, railroaded our ass. They said no minority hearing days. They wouldn't call any of the witnesses that we wanted to call up. So now they expect us to bow to them? Nope. When we're the majority in the Senate? Nope. Don't need to. No crime. No obstruction. And I love no McConnell's basically. Quo. McConnell's basically just like, I am the Senate. Yeah. We're going to do whatever the hell we want now. And then they're contriving this bull conspiracy to pass the articles of impeachment, but not send them to the Senate. Yeah. I know. You can't do that. I know. It's, everyone's a little lost their minds over there. Talk about unconstitutional. I mean, it's yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. These people are trying to destroy the republic. They're trying to make it up as they go along simply because of their Trump derangement syndrome. Orange man bad. Orange man bad. Orange That's man their bad. rallying cry. That's their rallying cry. And they know, they know that just yesterday, just yesterday, a new poll came out of all the swing states. And a new poll also came out of national race as well. Did you know that President Trump is beating every single Democrat candidate, including Joe Biden, most of them he's beating in a national race by more than five points. Joe Biden he's beating by three points, which in the same poll just two months ago, he was down to Joe Biden by four. Yeah. These people are helping us with this impeachment bull. And Democrats starting to sour on it, too. Oh, yeah. You see a Democrat yeah. becoming a Republican. Yeah. There are state senators who are Democrats that are becoming yeah. Republicans yep. over this. Yeah. And all of this, all of this in the backdrop, Senator Schumer's complaining about all of it and is accusing McConnell and President Trump of hiding something that they're afraid of. And then he says this morning that, oh, there the, we could call more witnesses and there might be something exculpatory for the president in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you're going to call a witness <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> that testifies on behalf of the president, right? Also, also, he said something that's really scary. And they keep saying this over and over again, and people are glossing over it. But he said that the president should prove himself to be innocent. Mm, it's the not, same standard as Kavanaugh. Same standard as Kavanaugh. It's innocent until proven guilty. It's antithetical to American law. That's not how we do things. No, it's within it's, the rule of law. Like it's unbelievable, it's ridiculous. It's unbelievable how these people want to shred our rights, and it just follows a pattern. It just follows a pattern. And now we find out yesterday another poll: majority of Americans believe that the FBI broke the law in pursuit of the Trump campaign, and they did. We know yep. they did. Yep, many times. Fifty-three percent of voters think that it's at least somewhat likely. That the FBI broke the law when investigating the Trump campaign. I mean... Yeah. I mean, (laughs) altered the FISA application process 17 mm -hmm. times to bury Carter Page's CIA work, which would have totally undercut the whole, he might be a foreign agent accusation. Someone should be fired for this. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he said, what I have seen, someone, heads have to roll. Now, will they roll? We don't know. We talked to Dr. Gorka yesterday. Probably not, because that's what IGs do. 
you know. Well, here's the thing is we, we factually <laughs> I mean, know that really, to be true, right? Yeah. But I think it's very interesting that we're winning the messaging war yeah. there. Because you saw before the report came out, the Democrats were, were trying to immediately put up a defensive wall yeah. around themselves with yeah. reporting on stuff in advance saying, yeah. oh, the IG wasn't going to find anything wrong. Yeah. Oh, no bias. Yeah. No bias. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And OJ didn't do it. You know, exactly. <laughs> I mean, come exactly. on. <laughs> I didn't kill her. Mm-hmm. I'm just covered in blood. I have the knife in my mm-hmm. hand and she tripped like and, no. And something that the, the liberals love to parrot saying that all oh, the public supports impeachment. No. Well, here's the thing. Right. So they did support by a slim, slim, slim majority of registered voters, which yeah. could include illegals. Yeah. They supported an impeachment inquiry. Right, it's not the then, same thing. Exactly. Then once the inquiry started, the poll questions changed to should they impeach him? Yeah. Then it changed to should they impeach him and remove him? Yeah. New poll came out yesterday, USA Today in Suffolk. 41%, only 41% now say that they should impeach Trump. Yeah. That's I unbelievable. Mean, no mandate. In- None. Independence, 52% oppose it. Independence. <laughs> That's the ball game. A Quinnipiac poll also came out yesterday showing opposition to impeachment ticking up following a trend. And for the first time, the RCP average of polls shows that opposition to impeachment is higher than people who support it. Also, Trump matches his highest approval rating ever in this Quinnipiac poll, and Trump has his highest approval rating ever among independents. Mm-hmm. They know. He's they know. The man, Teflon Don. He really Teflon is. Teflon really Don. Is. And they know because he's doing things that average Americans want. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No one cares about, I mean, I think people, one thing that might be, you know, a sticking point for some voters is his rhetoric, his tweeting activity, and his demeanor, his personality. Mm-hmm. But it's tolerated. But it's easy to it's overlook to- that when- Yeah, exactly. When your paychecks are getting bigger and right. there's more economic opportunities- that gets looked past, and he's not a politician. Yeah. So at the end of the day, people are like, you know what? He might be a little, you know, rough around the edges. Might be a little crude, but he's bringing jobs back. And I think many people just say that because that's the popular opinion. Yeah, probably. I think a lot of people secretly love it. Yeah. The silent majority. Yeah. You know, people are afraid to say that they support President yeah. Trump, but they do. Yeah. They do support President Trump. Yeah. And a lot of them also think that he should keep tweeting. And that he should keep taking on these people and he should keep speaking his mind. I want him to keep tweeting. Hell yeah. I love it. We have direct access to the president and, and what he says and what he does and what he thinks. Well, it's that's great. why the media hates it is yeah. because he gets to go around the know, media yeah. and goes directly yeah. to the people. They can't launder the message. Exactly. Yeah. Agree. Yeah, exactly oh, I, absolutely, I absolutely agree. And a majority of Americans love that he's not politically correct. Yeah. He speaks his mind. He exactly. says things how they are. Yeah. And he's funny. Yeah. He makes fun of himself all the time. Did you see the other day about the light bulbs? <laughs> yeah. He's like, we're getting the light bulbs in here switched out. Some of them make me look too orange. Have you guys <laughs> noticed that? Anyone notice that? <laughs> so, you know, I'm a vain yeah. person. I can't have that. <laughs> He's hilarious. He, yeah. makes, he has like just, you know, a self-deprecating humor that is... I don't know. I just find it really funny. And he's yeah. very relatable. Yeah. He's not like other politicians. He's very he's very Bush-like, George Bush-like. Yeah. You know, George Bush was a Texas guy, Southern guy from the ranch, seemed yeah. like a normal American. Have a beer with. Right? Or he him didn't follow have, the, have a Diet Coke with. He didn't follow the Clintons and Obamas of the political elite and, you know, the people that are intellectual and, you yeah. know, want to talk about stuff 
It's yeah. like, yeah, no. Yeah. You want to sit down, have a beer and talk about football or talk yeah. about sports or, or talk about helping the country, yeah. not just trying to take down the duly elected president. Yep. So the, this whole thing is really starting to come around to backfire yeah. on them. And I mean, it's annoying, but this might be this, the, yeah. a, a, a massive in-kind contribution to the 2020 re-elect. Well, so. look at, look at the, look at the fundraising numbers. Yeah. 10 Through million. Through the roof. Yeah. Through the roof. I have that right, right? 10 million in one day. Mm-hmm. And not only not only for the presidential campaign, the RNC, who are busting through records, yeah, have a huge amount of cash on hand, no debt. Yep. Meanwhile, the DNC is in shambles. Yeah, it's not good. Now, it just just following the trend of crazy leftists who are totally unhinged and losing control, we have a crazy liberal who called the congressional office of Representative Rodney Davis who is a Republican from Illinois, interestingly enough. <laughs> he called a few weeks ago and threatened to kill the GOP representative. The caller left a voicemail for the congressman identifying himself only as a, quote, sharpshooter who would, quote, like to shoot your head off, you stupid mother. Capitol mm. Police were able to trace the call back to 64-year-old Randall Tarr of Illinois, <sighs> a crazy leftist, just like the guy who shot up yeah. the baseball practice. Yep. Let me yep. tell you, these the, it's They're, breaching a fever pitch. Yep. It's reaching a fever pitch. And, and the Democrats are going to be like, oh, well, why is this happening? Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. Because they did it. Yep. They're, these are their rules. They're the ones who went down this path yeah. of ridiculous Reap partisanship. what you sow. Make up just for the sake of making up on President Trump yeah. and will gin up the outrage on the left to a point where they will enact violence. Look at Antifa. Always. Yep. Antifa's always, always, always trying to have violent events. They were violent in London. Yeah. After the election of, of the, conservative, jo uh, the yeah. conservative government and Boris Johnson. Yeah. I mean, they're Not everywhere. Not my prime minister. These burn leftists stuff, burn, are unhinged, burn, burn. right? We lose an election, we try to find ways to win it. Yep. And they lose an election, they go into the streets and cry yeah. and destroy property and hurt yeah. people. And that's And that's really what makes me worried. For November of 2020, because when President Trump wins re-election, I think he's going to win a bigger election than the first time, mm -hmm. and they're just not going to be able to handle it. They couldn't handle it the first time. They couldn't handle it the first time, and, and now they're going to really, really have some mental breakdowns. I think yeah. there's going to be some big problems, and it's going to be their own fault because they're just they're just living in a fantasy world. They think that nobody likes President Trump. We love him. Yeah, right, exactly. Sorry. They think that nobody likes them. They think the only people that like them are the racist, evil white people. We're going to need to open up mental asylums. Oh, yeah. Lock them up. Yeah. That's, I love President Trump says that. <laughs> we started treating mental health so differently. We just got to lock these people up like the old days. Like the old totally <laughs> agree. <laughs> like the old days. Totally agree. If you're a psycho, lock them up. Yep. That's why mass shootings happen. Yeah. Because we refuse to lock people up. Yeah, drug them. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. These people are crazy. They yeah. snap. They're going to do it again. It's, uh, I'm pretty concerned about that, honestly. And yeah, I think that it could be bad. They lie about President Trump's support. You know, 60, 60 million, 60 million people voted for him. It's going to yeah. be higher next time. Yep. The Democrats are going to lose yeah. millions of black and Hispanic yeah. voters. And all the swing voters in the key battleground states after seeing this impeachment nonsense. I don't know yeah. if you saw Axios. They're now diehard Trumpies. Right. So, right. I mean, if anything, it's peeling the Democrat Trump voters who might have been, you know, buckling, mm -hmm. they've pushed them all back into the MAG camp. Oh, yeah, the so, blue-collar Democrats nice, who nice voted going. for Trump are even harder yeah. supporters of President Trump yeah. now than before. Yeah. 
And, you know, and they say, oh, well, Biden can maybe pull some of those people back. No. 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 Because Biden is yeah. becoming one of them. Yeah. He's he's the definition of a D.C. swamp yeah. politician. Those people don't like that. Yeah. Look at the corruption of his son. I mean, there's yeah. no explanation for that besides political access. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, but I mean, the, the other stuff. The Democrats can say that though. nothing was wrong illegally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's and they can make that argument. But when people look at that, that the son of the vice president who was in charge of Ukraine policy got a sweetheart yeah. deal to sit on the board for a million dollars a year of a Ukrainian oil and gas company. Yeah. That he has no previous experience in. Yeah. How can you explain that? It just looks bad. Right. You can't, you can't explain. And, and that's why the Biden campaign has been unable to neutralize mm-hmm. this story. It's the and why exact- it's pissing Joe off. And I mean, I don't know if you saw, he he totally yeah. ripped into an Iowa voter. The no malarkey tour and ripping voters. A lot great, of malarkey, great, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great going there, Mr. Retail Politician. Oh, yeah, remember Joe's supposed to be such a, a mm-hmm. good retail politician mm-hmm. as well. But it's the exact type of corruption. Yeah. The reason that people voted Donald Trump in yeah. is to stop that. And that's why the D.C. elite here cannot stand President Trump or his administration because the gravy train is over. Yeah. These people were making millions off of the U.S. taxpayer for decades. And he finally comes in and shakes things up, and they can't stand it. And to use the same metaphor, you know, I've been beating a dead horse here, but it's like the exorcism girl (laughs) thrashing about as the demon is being exorcised. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It literally is that. I could could quote that movie, but I can't can't say the quote. No, no, no. (laughs) Your mother sucks. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's like like throwing salt on a slug. Yeah. That's what this is. Like in A Bug's Life? Hey, hey, I said no salt. (laughs) (laughs) But speaking of Joe Biden... And, you know, oh, beyond man. the whole corruption thing and becoming a socialist. Did he forget? He the, also, uh, did he wear pants? Did he remember to wear pants today? He did wear pants. OK. Uh, last week, he forgot where he was. He oh, said he was, but he was again? actually in New Hampshire. That's like the third time this has happened, by the yeah, way. So, someone was like, write the damn yeah, thing on Sharpie exactly. on his hand. <laughs> this is like he keeps, <laughs> but this he keeps time, forgetting where he is. This time <laughs> he went above and beyond and just created a new dimension, a new version of history. <laughs> Let's listen to this. But the fight ahead of us is not about just so they have plans. It's about repairing the soul. Who's going to, who is, who's it going to be to take on and get these things passed? We need someone with proven ability to bring people together and do the hard work of getting legislation passed. I've done that. I've done that before. <clears throat> Finding Republican votes for the Recovery Act, the Obamacare, helping keep us from falling in a Great Depression. What? Wait, yeah. Republican votes for Obamacare? Well, thanks to our great friends at the RNC for that clip. But yeah, yeah Republican votes for Obamacare. How much? How, how many, many Republican? How many votes? Yeah, beyond beyond the beginning where he can't put a cohesive <laughs> sentence together. You know, that's another problem. But. How many votes, how many Republican votes for Obamacare were there? You remember? If there was any, it was one. No, there wasn't any. There wasn't any, right? No. Even just, not oh, wait, a oh sorry, there was, yeah, that, yeah, sorry, the final vote, you're right, there was not a single not one. Not a single yeah. one. Smash on partisan lines in the middle of the night. Yeah. Obamacare. Yeah. The legacy. The great legacy no of Barack Obama. No Republican no votes, votes, but according to Joe Biden... You worked hard. Worked hard to get those Republican yeah. votes. 
There was none. Yeah. But he got him. In his mind, there were probably 50. In his mind. Yeah. Did you see last week when he said that Obama was a foreign policy president? Yeah, well, that's... <laughs> Kettle calling the pot. I know. <laughs> it was interesting. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, you just can't make this up with him anymore. I, I kind of... I do really feel bad for him a little bit. His only hope was bit. to get the endorsement of Obama. Yeah. And oh, now yeah. he's shitting on now, Obama? Yeah, now he's like, I don't need the... Remember? He's like, I, I, I don't need it. He basically said, screw the endorsement now. Yeah. He's like, no know, one, no one on that side is capable of putting together the Obama coalition, which yeah. is why they're screwed. Exactly, and not to mention that he's the Obama's the most popular Democrat in recent memory. He has a charisma, he has a draw, he has resources. Like, mm -hmm. how is he? How can you? I mean, how is he? How can you make the argument if you're a Democrat that he's not a valuable tool in the campaign trail? He's the only reason yeah. that Hillary got as far as she did. Yeah, yeah, I agree. If he hadn't campaigned like that for yeah. her, she would have been toast. Yeah, toast. And even then. Not not enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Biden's more likable. Yeah. Than than Hillary. So listen, the Democrats keep going further and further left, and they're gonna get themselves a brutal <laughs> like the left took in Great Britain the other night. Yeah. It's what's gonna happen. That's what yeah. happened over there. Yeah. The longtime left wing voters, the blue collar miners, workers, factory workers in the UK just did the same exact thing. That we did here in 2016, that they did four months before in the original Brexit, mm -hmm. and that we're going to do in 2020. Yeah. It's all circular. Yeah. It's a revolt against the political elite establishment of these countries. Yeah. The people that think that they know what's better, and the people that lurch further and further to the left, that tell you what you can't think, what you can't say, what you can't eat, what you can't smoke, all of it. The yeah. nanny state political correctness elite establishment. I think that's the best way to sum it up. The The populist movement is alive and strong. And Selena Zito called it out way back. Yeah. And, and she's correct. Yeah. And I think it's only going to further advance. It's going to be a generational realignment of the electorate in this country. People that have voted Democrats for decades are now Trump supporters. Yeah. How do you explain that other than what I just said? Yeah. So it's going to happen here again. And, it, and they're going to be shocked. They're going to be shocked. That, oh, wow, we went further to the left and we got beat badly in an election? Yeah. There's a surprise. Yeah. Driver's licenses for illegals, health care for illegals, prioritization of illegals over Americans. Just that right Destruction there. Destruction of uh, private health insurance. That's 150 million plans. Yeah. That's yeah. union households. We'll take away your health insurance. You can't yeah. drive the car you want to drive. No fracking. No you fracking. You have to put solar panels on your roof. Yeah. yeah, no fracking. No fracking. So you're telling all all the West, all the Democrats in Western PA to go f*** themselves. No oil. Yeah. No oil. Take your guns. There yeah. goes the Second Amendment. It's just more thing taxes, thing. more regulations. These are not popular positions. Yeah. So we should yeah. have the footing for a landslide election yeah. next year. And government. Oh, sorry. It, it will create some jobs, the Democratic agenda. But government jobs. Mm hmm. I don't count those. Yeah. Those are jobs. Yeah. Sorry. No, I know. I know. And it, the one thing that does concern me is the lack of uh, suburban support. Because of suburban women, yeah, who well, they, well, they're the ones that don't like the rhetoric. They don't like the rhetoric, exactly, and you know they don't they don't have the guts for it. Yeah, which whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Drive five but, miles outside the suburbs, you find plenty of normal right, right. people. But what I'm saying is, they need to either one, man up, yeah, and vote Republican because yeah. it's in your best interest. Yeah, I'm sure their families are doing well, and it's because yeah. of the Republican Trump economy. Yeah, 
or two, just don't vote. But don't go vote for the Democrat, the yeah. socialist that wants to destroy the country. Yeah. And that's what they did this past year, and that's why we got drubbed. Mm-hmm. So either vote Republican or stay home. But you once were Republicans, so get back to your roots Yeah, and, and vote that way. Yeah. Because at the end of the day— I'm still going to be mad because you betrayed us, though, but I guess— I'll Right, right. And that's the whole reason we're dealing with this impeachment bullshit in the first place. But at the end of the day, we we can't have socialists running our country. No. We just can't have it. No. America will cease to be America yeah. when socialists run the country. Yeah. Look what happened here in Virginia. Yeah. Look what happened here in Virginia. We have now a fully Democrat government here. Yeah, for the first with, time in 20 years. With the coon man, KKK, yeah. blackface governor, and the alleged <laughs> rapist lieutenant governor, and the blackface AG here. <laughs> Cracker Jack group. Yeah, it's really oh nuts. Oh my God. Now, now, they seem intent on sparking what could be the long-anticipated civil war over guns. Yeah. The things that they want to do here are, f- quite frankly, unbelievable. So first off, here's the list of proposed laws. Then we're going to talk about how they plan on enforcing them. So they want to ban the most commonly produced and owned rifles in the United States, the AR-15, AR-10, AK-47. They want to ban magazines that can hold more than 10 rounds of ammunition. So that would include many handguns that would immediately become illegal. Yeah. Now, they say that they don't want confiscation. Which they originally said they did. Yeah. Then they backed off because they saw the yeah. absolute backfiring that was occurring over there. Yeah. Then they say, oh, well, we don't need to confiscate them, but you're going to need to register Yeah, them. they're going to grandfather clause. You know what the NRA called that? A down payment for confiscation. That's a, okay, yeah. <laughs> so you want me to tell you and register guns with the government, the government that just said that you wanted to confiscate the weapons. Yeah. Also, who trusts government with anything? Right. Right. So. Not only that, a gun registry is unconstitutional. Yes. So, f- off on that. And then they want to turn all state-owned and leased buildings into gun-free zones. Mm. That's really worked out well. How'd that work in Virginia Beach? Yeah, not too well. Not too well. Sitting ducks. These government workers in government buildings that are gun-free zones are sitting ducks. Gun-free zones create soft targets for mass shootings. And then we wonder why they happen yeah. at soft targets. Yeah. I'll tell you why. Yeah. Because the threat of yeah. of return fire immediately is not there. Yeah. And the would, average police... Would-be would be shooters know that. Yeah. The I average mean, police response time, yeah. certainly more than five minutes. Yeah. It's not... Uh, I think it's a lot longer than that, too. Yeah. Yeah. So you have time. Yeah. That's uh, they, they don't get that. They yeah. just don't get that. And, they and say, the oh, only well. reason why in, like, in 2012, the Aurora shooter didn't kill as many people mm-hmm. is because his he had a drum magazine and it jammed. Mm-hmm. So they want to ration handgun purchases to one per month, uh, well, which that's, is a return that, of that's old, an old law. law. That's an old law with the, the way the law is written right now, it, which has been pre-filed for the assembly session is with a exclusion for concealed carry holders, which would grant me an exclusion. However, I still believe that it's blatantly unconstitutional and an infringement yeah, of rights. You can't limit people. What, what, what people can. Yeah, it's that's a ridiculous. limiting of commerce. It's ridiculous. You can't. OK, yeah. so. If someone has ten grand in their pocket, they should be, and they could walk into the store and pass a background check. They should be able to get whatever damn guns they want. Yeah, as much. Yeah, as much ammo too. Exactly. Well, yeah, that's what they want to do. They want yeah. to do background yeah. checks of ammunition. Uh-huh. They want to. Uh, they want to essentially uh, stop the assembly of of protests against this as well of oh. armed civilians. Oh wow. Yeah. 
There's a law that would make it paramilitary activity to essentially take part in a protest where visible guns are present. Oh, my God. Fascism. Yeah. Es tu fascistas. Yeah. It's exactly what this yeah. is. It's exactly what this is. And yeah. they want to also now yeah, th- th- this strip one's parents of the ability to decide when their child is responsible enough to access a firearm by raising the age limits. Yeah, that's a big you to rural Americans. Mm-hmm. So basically, fathers can't take their sons and daughters hunting. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. Yep. And in the past, in the past in, the, in Virginia here, this is a Dillon rule state. Many of you may not be familiar with the different types of state government, but that means that the state decides overarching policy and that local governments need to get permission from the state, or in this case, the Commonwealth, to make changes that supersede state policy. So... For firearms policy, it's always been the state laws that are the the supreme law of the land here. Now, they want to allow certain localities, which would be here in Northern Virginia, where Matt and I live, to infringe further upon our rights, even further than what the state's trying to do. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It really is unbelievable. It's just just an attack on the Constitution. And worst of all, the worst of all is red flag. Yeah. Yeah. So I go on social media and say something that some Democrat doesn't like. They call up the state. They call up the Stasi, the SS forces, and say, Storm Paglia said something that, that I don't like. He's a risk to the public. Done. Yep. Done. They bash this, in the is door. This Storm Paglia's house? They bash in the door. They take all the guns. And this is how the boogaloo begins. The boogaloo. <laughs> Welcome to the rice fields, because that's how this is going to go down. And... Uh, the, and and so then then we have the growing Virginia Second Amendment sanctuary movement. Yeah, which counties here are voting to become sanctuary cities and counties for the Second Amendment to disobey the state's laws, the state's unconstitutional laws in their opinions that haven't been passed yet, but they will be passed on all of this. And so then, so then. One of uh, Ralph Northam's uh, black brothers (laughs) says that, well, Ralph should just call up the Virginia National Guard to go home to home and confiscate these weapons and enforce the laws of the state on these localities. Which he can do. He can do. He can do. Yeah. I mean, if you you read the plain text of Virginia law, he he can do it. He can certainly do it. It's scary. But what's going to happen as a consequence of that will be even scarier. Yeah, I agree. And they are playing with fire here. They do not understand that people who own guns are willing to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Yeah. And if you want to make yourself an enemy of the Constitution, be my guest. Well, that's the entire Democratic Party at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So then... Anyone who votes Democrat, anyone who supports Democrats, anyone who supports the Democratic agenda is a traitor. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Which, End of story. So this would then create... That's my line in the f- sand. This would create another civil war inside of the National Guard. Yeah. Because those guys don't want to do this. No. Right? Military members are Republican. And then, on top of it, you have law enforcement across the state in Republican areas, and in, in, in actually in other areas too, Yeah, saying that we will not abide by these laws. We will not enforce these gun control laws. Did, did, yeah. did and you, then <laughs> the governor... Returns fire introducing a bill saying any law enforcement officer in the Commonwealth of Virginia that disobeys the will of the governor and the government of Virginia can immediately be terminated and fired. 
Well, then they should just not bow down to that. And I wouldn't be surprised if they throw jail in there, too. Well, they made the decision. Let's see them enforce it. Let me tell you, this is going to be one well, did you turbulent read, time. Did I mean, you this, read what uh, Julio wrote about one sheriff? He's like, he's he's like, that's his case. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll deputize, I'll everybody, deputize kinda, everybody. I know, we need to move to Culpeper <laughs> County, yeah. which is far. I can't drive that far every day. I'll kill myself. But, <laughs> red flag. Red flag. Red flag. <laughs> red flag. <laughs> but, I mean, really, they, they are playing with fire here. We've, uh, we haven't had, because here's the thing, is all these other states that have done stuff like this, are basically very vast majority blue states. Yeah. They don't have very rural areas. And even in urban areas, there is strong Second Amendment support in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Yeah. People love our guns here, which is why I was so shocked by the result of the election. Yeah. Mostly having to do with the illegal partisan redrawing of the lines in in favor of Democrats, which is why they took the Senate by one seat. Yeah. Because they, yeah. they, because they did that. I mean, in terms of, in terms of most armed, we're in the top. Virginia's in the top ten. Yeah, like it's ridiculous. This <laughs> this state has a lot of guns. Let me tell you, they're playing <laughs> with fire. They are playing with fire. So, in the words of Colonel Kurt Schlichter, it's time to buy guns and it's time to buy ammo. Frankly, like you never have before here in Virginia. So I can tell you that uh, <laughs> that'll be happening, and uh, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> but f- these people, these Democrats, they're trying yeah. to shred the Constitution, and I'm sick of yeah. it. It's a it's a three pronged attack to get confiscation and gun bans. Yeah, and then after this, we got high taxes. Yep, we got fewer jobs, more regulations, increase more of the bull- minimum wage. We got, I believe, more green laws. I believe, yeah, going I believe away. we have a state based Green New Deal piece of legislation yeah. being proposed by some Democrat. It is a parade mm-hmm. of horribles. This is just the beginning. I can tell you. I and millions of other patriots in the Commonwealth will not sit here while these people try to destroy, yeah, destroy the great Commonwealth yeah. of Virginia. They might shut down Monticello. Yeah, they could. They could do that. that. That's how crazy this is getting. And I can tell you that here in Virginia, we will be fighting back in the form of a very, very large protest on January twentieth on the steps of the state capitol. Yeah, and Richmond will be overrun with freedom-loving patriots. And uh, the idea is that it's a lobby day so that you go into the state house and that you lobby the the members of the state house here to vote against these things. And I think it's actually going to be pretty successful. I think we may be able to pressure one or two Democrats in Republican districts in the Senate to stop these things from passing. Yeah. But we need two because they hold a one seat majority. Then it's, if it's a tie, the lieutenant governor casts a tie-breaking vote. So we need two. Yeah, we need two. But we can find I two. I think we can do it. We can find two. And there's going to be a huge protest. Yeah. Our great friend, Bearing Arms' is Cam Edwards, is going to yeah. be speaking at the VCDL rally down there. We're going to be working with the NRA to fight back against this. It's time to stand up and fight. I think this is the yeah. test case. Join the NRA. This Yes, join the join NRA. Join the NRA right this now. This is the test case for mass confiscation and mass banning in a very, very heavily, heavily armed state. Yeah. And I, I Good mean, luck. Yeah. <laughs> to quote Liam Neeson. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will find you. Yeah. And I will kill you. I will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Alrighty. We're going to wrap up the show for yep. today. We will be back here on Thursday for the third episode of this week. We will be off all next week. We're going to take a little Christmas break. We're saying Merry Christmas again. Because we can say it. We won the war on Christmas. Yep. Thank God for President Trump. And uh, 
On the 31st, on New Year's Eve, Matt and I are going to do an episode from the Town Hall Bunker, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. our house. (laughs) And, uh, of course, if you are not listening and you have not been listening to the uncensored version of Triggered, you can become a Town Hall VIP member at townhall.com slash subscribe, and then you will get access to Uncensored Triggered. You will be able to find that in the VIP section of townhall.com, or you can email us triggered at townhall.com and we'll get back to you with how you can access your uncensored version of triggered of course follow us on twitter at triggered thm and we'll be back here on thursday mm-hmm. following the impeachment of president donald uh, trump and then that night there's supposed to be a democrat debate although hopefully not we'll see yeah <laughs> i'd like to make the money yeah. but we'll see yeah I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right guys enjoy your christmas shopping and getting ready for a joyous christmas also, we're getting ready for our Jewish friends. Happy Hanukkah. And happy, happy Kwanzaa Hanukkah. to our black friends. I mean, Kwanzaa was an invented holiday. Oh, but... yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't get kidding. me started I'm on that. I'm just kidding. I wanted to see your reaction On to Thursday, that. <laughs> we're going to have a very special segment where Matt and I are going to take all of the very problematic Christmas song titles that are mm, out there. Yes. And we're going to remake them into today's PC appropriate culture. Yeah. And that should be interesting. Oh I already started the list. <laughs> All right. I already started the list. Sounds good. White Christmas, not so much. Mixed race Christmas? Multiracial Multi- diversity <laughs> Christmas. Multiracial diversity Christmas. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks so much for tuning in. We love you all. We'll see you on Thursday. Later. Oh,